0: Hi everyone, my name is Project Gill and welcome to the Aware Panel. As you don't know, the Aware Panel is going to talk about loads of issues that we face in today's society and things that our guest wants to bring up. And now, we turn into a podcast. If you didn't know before, we were running off Instagram Lives every Thursday at 3pm. But now, we turned into a podcast, so you can hear this every Thursday. And episodes will come out every Thursday at 3pm. So, stay tuned. Today, we'll be speaking to Gruk Singh, who is the co-founder of Happier Souls and a personal development entrepreneur. He runs different podcasts such as Building Happiness, Sungat Talk and Engineers at Work. And today, we'll be speaking about how happiness and breaking down the barrier on personal development has impacted his life. And he had such an amazing conversation of how happiness can be a perception of one's mind. You really need to educate yourself in this episode. And I found this episode really inspiring. So thank you once again, G, for coming on to my show. Let's just get on to the episode, guys. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the eighth episode of the Aware Panel. And today we have G, who is a co-founder of Happier Souls and a personal development entrepreneur. He runs different podcasts such as Building Happiness and Engineers at Work. We will be speaking about how happiness and breaking down the barrier on personal development has impacted his life. So do you want to introduce
1: yourself in a bit more detail? Yeah, sure, sure. Thank you so much for your introduction as well. That was really nice of you. So yeah, like you said, my name is G. I'm 20 years old. I study mechanical engineering at Loughborough University and I'm super interested in entrepreneurship and that kind of side of business. I run six projects, which I get told us quite a lot, but I really, really enjoy everything that I do. You mentioned at the start that co-founder of Happier Souls. Now, that's a really big personal project for me, and it's something that I'm really passionate about. So I think happiness is one of, if not the most important things in your entire life and without it then this life just doesn't feel fulfilled at all so I wanted to try and help other people to take small steps towards actively working on their happiness now happiness is something that it's it's not something that you just get with time it's something that you have to work on if you want and that's why I want to try and help people to actually take the steps to become happier
0: okay that's great like I love how you were advocating happiness which actually brought on to my first question what made you want to advocate happiness in the first place
1: (laughs) yeah man so like I said it's just it's the fact that everything in life revolves around that and like I don't know I feel like I was very lucky from a young age to understand that because so many people like go through life and they think about different things that like, oh I need money I need success I even like they get caught up on their own ego and then it stops them from living a life that they actually want to live it stops them from doing things that they find fun and interesting and I feel like that's such a kind of it's a sad way to go about life because we're also lucky and blessed to even be alive So if we can spend this life not doing what other people want us to do, but what we actually personally would really enjoy. I think that is, it's just, it's just so much better use of the small time that we do have on this. earth.
0: Yeah. Like I love how you advocating it and with your own brand, Happier Souls, I've been looking for your website and everything and it looks amazing. Like, (laughs) you're welcome. Uh, Yeah. For me like happiness wasn't always on me like my entire life and I wanted to learn more about being happy and being grateful for life because I went through so much in my past life that I want to continue being happier. And I love how you're bringing this platform forward to show that mm. um, happiness ca- can't be a taboo subject because some people think if you're too happy, it shows you're too full on.
1: Yeah, yeah, like it's difficult because like there, there is like the way people think about it sometimes. Like even I'm sometimes a little bit shy to like kind of shout out about it because I know that people sometimes are like, oh, like he's like just like super happy and like people get like kind of worried or like scared when they see it because they they've never had people in their lives. Are also kind of positive and happy about the life that they live like even now like on like on so many social media like memes and like things like that all the time you see like where people are putting themselves down like because that's the kind of trend of like oh i don't go outside i don't have friends i don't have this and that like people don't understand that that's actually such a bad thing the only way that they cope with that is by joking about it when i want people to actually understand that where they are right now isn't the best place for them and they should move towards living a happier lifestyle
0: I love how you're so, like, you're, you're a happy individual because many young people today are not fit, feeling like that because you have faced you have things like depression and anxiety like people do face that and i personally faced that in the past as well and i actually have an upcoming guest who's going to talk about how depression does impact the generating z so hopefully in that talk we will be talking a lot more about that and yeah so yeah like as you said people see you as this happy individual who are just And then
1: people will think, oh, you're so full on. That podcast episode sounds like it could be really interesting. Because I feel like with technology, social media, like mental health hasn't ever been the way it is now in terms of, the way people are being brought up the environment that we live in now is completely different to the way that my parents grew up. Even like just to use that as an example, like things, things are massively changing. And if I'm being honest, I don't think parents are equipped to actually teach their kids. And like, I'm not saying that I'm equipped by any means, but for society to go, through such a big change so quickly there are no kind of rules there isn't like a rule book that people can look to and be like oh yeah this is exactly what we need to do and this is exactly how it th- sort stuff out so it is one of those things that it's, it's just changing so quickly and we need to be aware of it so that when things do change we're prepared for it
0: yeah yeah i agree with you there because we've both been grown up by a sicky family and like like obviously we need to like be happy in our community as well Like, I think it's such an important topic to be aware about because happiness is something that people can do, but people can fake it as well. So hopefully we can, like, get there one day and your initiative is really amazing, what you're doing, for sure. So, yeah, so I've read about, like, um, with you, you um, failed the engineer GCSE. My question was, how did you first feel when your life wasn't going to go as planned since your GCSEs?
1: honestly, like... I still remember the feeling of me checking my grades. I still remember telling my parents about the grades that I got. I still remember going into the sixth form, like pretty much begging, like, oh, please let me in. Like, I I, I remember it all like so well, because it was such a big thing for me. But, man the thing that like it didn't click there and then but afterwards looking back on it i understood like basically i got my results and then i looked at them and i, I got a few good grids and a few bad ones obviously engineering wasn't one of the good ones neither was ori you mentioned that i wasn't from, from a sick key family so religion to me is like it's a big thing for me as well so for me to get a bad grade in that that was also like whoa like these are two things that i should be really good at so it was like a big thing for me to get those grades that I did so I opened the grades up and my teacher my form teacher miss Spence so nice right and she like she was just like oh honestly though there's there's people in here that would kill to get the grades that you got and like man I I understood what she meant I like I get what she was saying like other people have it worse but to me it didn't mean anything and it wasn't justifiable that other people would really like the grades that I got so looking back on it what I realized is that other people would be happy with the grades that I got but I wasn't. And me not being happy with myself was like, that was like the first time that I'd really feel like, felt like disappointed in like what I'd achieved because I was just like, I know I'm capable of more. I know I can do better than this. And for me to actually finally feel disappointed in myself and not have any excuses, not be like, oh, it's this person's fault or they did this or they said that, like I took responsibility for it. And like, it made such a big impact on my life because then the next two years when I was at sixth form, I was predicted three C's because my grades weren't very good. So three C's is the lowest that the sixth form could predict me. And then I basically ended up working my way up to three A's. So that's two grade boundaries jump in each subject. And my teachers didn't even believe that I had to do it that I was going to get those grades, I actually went over the heads, went to the director of sixth form and said, can you predict me these grades so I can get into the uni that I want to? And then he did that. And then that's how I got in because I had so much faith in myself that I was just like, even though my teachers don't believe that I'm going to do well, I knew I'd put in the work, put in the effort. And then I managed to kind of push towards those grades. But yeah.
0: That's a crazy story because I went through something similar, actually, because originally, before I wanted to do all what I'm doing right now, I was Mm. um, initially was going to do medicine. And so I did triple science as GCSEs, because if you want to do anything that you've got to do science, Mm. you've got to do triple science. And... Because I actually had some health problems around my GCSE exam. It really did affect my grades. So I was predicted two A's and a B, like typical, specialising in biology and chemistry. And I ended up getting all C's, which wasn't suitable for the college that I was going to go into. And Mm. also in Bajabi, like I remember that day when I was going into my Bajabi exam, like the day after I got discharged from the hospital and I wasn't feeling too well. I ended up getting a D in that Even before I knew my predicted grade was an A. And it really did let me down because I worked so hard but then something did happen over time and yeah so I had to make a quick transition because I had a couple of days from my GCSE results to enrollment what why am I going to be specializing in and because I didn't get to see the options as much as I can I did not know what to do and on the spot when the lady told me what subject do you want to do I was like business I just saw business first page of the catalogue book thing and I was like let's just do business let's just do sociology and let's do health and I did not have any business knowledge prior because my secondary school did not do business it's not business school Any, it didn't even offer business so I had no prior knowledge of business but I ended up getting an A in my A level business which was amazing because I worked so so it was like such a similar story to you And during that time, I was not as happy as I thought I was about my results because I was like, I wanted to live out my dreams of becoming a doctor. Now it's just like, I'm content with myself because if I thought about this the other day, like my brand, my health and wellbeing brand, didn't that got to do something with my love for health and (laughs) medicine? Exactly. So I was like... I'm still doing something that I wished I was doing as a child but in a different direction and it's kind of made me more happy because I was like if I was doing medicine right now god kill me because of this pandemic. I know that would have yes that literally got me to the path that I am right now which I'm really entirely
1: grateful for you know what it is, is that actually kind of leads on to a topic that I think is really important that when you're young perspective that you have like this is just general for perspective as well people base what goes on in their life purely off what they can see and feel that's it they don't actually go off real logic because we're not taught to go off real logic we're literally taught to build our perspective of our life from what we can't see. So what kind of relating to what you was talking about is that when you were young, you thought, oh, I need to become a doctor if I'm going to do anything related to health and wellness. And that's all you can see. You get tunnel vision on that. Yeah. And you think that this is the only way that I can do anything that's going to impact. Right. Yeah. It's just not true. It's just not true. The, there's so many different ways. Like right now, like I'm in a position that you can talk about any field. I can go into that field become an expert in that field in 20 years time because of the resources that are available on the internet there's so much available to us now that we can do not having a degree it's not the end of the world a degree is usually the starting point but even if you don't have a degree there's so many different ways they can go about life and i feel like students put so much pressure on themselves like you were saying yourself when you got your a-level results you weren't that happy with them because you felt like your heart was in a different place man you're so young your heart doesn't need to be set in one place the fact that you thought oh no This is the most important thing. This is what I need to be doing. You don't know because you're not old enough. You haven't experienced enough. But we're not taught that as kids. We're taught you need to get the best grades possible if you want to do what you want to do in the future. Like grades are good, but they're not the be all and end all. Like, and I don't know. I just feel like if students actually understood that, It would make such a difference in their own mental health as well.
0: Yeah, like I agree because people did say during like GCSE's time, they were like, oh, GCSE is probably going to be the most important thing you will have, like even more than A level. That put a lot of pressure on me during the time, but now looking back, I'm like, it wasn't even that important in my opinion. It wasn't even that because you can go so much in life. If you get, like, an average grade, for example, you can still, like, work. You can still do things like that. Even A-levels, if you do fail, you have things like clearing. You have things like apprenticeships. You you can work full-time or even, like, obviously become an entrepreneur as well. Like, there's so many pathways from just to go to university. And what I tell people is do what makes you happy in life because if you're doing something just because, oh, your parents have told you or your friends have told you, that's not going to make you as happy and it's going to really impact your mental health
1: as a whole. So true. And, and for the people that are chasing money as well, thinking, oh, no, I can't um, sacrifice my mental health so I can make more money. I can't, I can't lie. Like that just in my mind, it does not make sense because let's say you find a job that can make you a lot of money, but you hate. five, ten years down the line. You're going to quit that job. Right. And you, you might have to move through a different field altogether. You might have made some money but you're not going to enjoy it. The thing that people struggle to grasp is the fact that let's say you are really passionate about making YouTube videos, right? And you do that for like two years, but you're not making much money at all from it, right? Three years, four years, five years down the line, you start actually picking up more traction like seven years down the line, maybe you've got a fully fledged YouTube channel that you're getting sponsorships for, you're making money from, you're doing something that you actually love doing. And you're in a great position to continue that. And you can then work your way up and do more with that because you've still got that passion fire for what it is that you're doing. Like people think, Oh yeah, I'll just like numb my emotions, do something that I can make money with. And then afterwards I can do X, Y, and Z. That's just, that isn't how life works even if you do start making money what you're most likely going to do is you're going to adapt to that lifestyle so when it comes to doing a job that makes you less you're not going to be able to um, come down to that because you're so used to doing something that you are numbing your emotions for yeah like
0: totally agree with you there So, yeah, so my next question actually is, what methods did you find effective when you were becoming happier? Hmm.
1: Internal dialogue and um, really externalizing that. So things like, man, this is a weird one. People like kind of get like, I don't know, they, they don't really understand why I do this. But what I'll do is I'll just go for a walk. I'll record myself speaking. So the reason why I do that is because when you think about things, and all teenagers know exactly what I'm talking about, even people who are older, right? When you think about things, your thoughts are not clear. You cannot have clear thoughts just in your mind So actually making yourself say them out loud There's so many times where I catch myself Saying something I'm like hmm, I actually don't agree with that I don't really believe what I'm saying Right now and then you go back and think about it So you make sure you understand what you're saying And also if you have a negative mindset Then saying those things out loud You can pick up on them so if you're saying oh no I can't do that because I'm not good enough right Then you understand like your mindset is You think you're not good enough and then when you understand That you can then change it and then flip it into Something positive so what you're saying inside make sure you get that externally so like you can either say it you can write it you can talk to someone about it there's different ways that you can go about it but it's super super important that you do that
0: like your method i never actually heard of that before like saying saying things that are in your head because i'll do that but not i don't record myself doing it and like later on i will forget what Mm. i said like Yeah, that is so. That is so true. Like I say whatever I like. I say it to a mirror, but then I forget. Like right after. Hmm. And if like the way that you record yourself saying it, I think I would need to try that out because (laughs) it's a really good technique to even do. So would so you would recommend it to?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And. What's interesting as well is I often have like epiphanies, right? Like 35, 40 minutes in where I'm just like, wow, that makes so much sense. And like people think, oh, 35 minutes talking to yourself. I'm telling you, you can spend 35 minutes of talking to yourself, right? And it will change the next 40, 50, 60 years of your life. And not just your life, the people around you's life as well. So people think they underestimate the value that it actually has. And think, I can't afford to do that. But 20 years down the line, you're going to look back at your life. And you're going to think, wow, I really could have afforded to do that. Instead of maybe watching Netflix or being on the phone to my friends for so long. Or being around negative people. If I spend more time with myself, I could have really enjoyed my life. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely recommend it.
0: Oh, that's really good. Like I should start doing it, actually.
1: <laughs> you should, you should. Let me know how it goes. Yeah,
0: we'll let you know. So yes, So my next question actually is... Because you're a student now at Loughborough, obviously, and you face across students every day who might not be content with themselves. And so how were you Hmm. able to overcome the barrier of people trying to like see you as
1: this happy person man the weird thing about me is actually really don't market myself that much in terms of like i don't tell people like oh i'm really happy i just be me and i don't know if it's a law of attraction or if it's just the way that life works or what but when people see something that they agree with, they follow it no matter what. So like I've got a lot of people who like when I say I'm doing a new project, I'm doing X, Y, Z, like they're like, Oh, really, tell me more about it. I want to know more about it. And people will automatically just kind of attract to that. I don't I don't tell people that I'm super happy. People see it, they experience it. And that's the kind of key thing. Yeah, for like
0: me. you don't even advocate it as much. You only have this project you're doing. But I think if you don't show it like you don't say to people oh I'm so happy right now or I'm just a happy person that's gonna make people think you're too full-on and I think showing it is an easier way than actually telling because that's gonna really get into your head later on saying oh what yeah, exactly. what would they think of me if I when I said that and this and that and so yeah yeah exactly as you experience and like we're showing it they're gonna They're going to see,
1: like, a more positive person. That's true. And, like, honestly, like, for me, I was a little bit kind of confused and like, how I should go about, like, should I, like, shout about it because I want people to know or should I just kind of do it myself? I've actually got this really good friend called Isa. And um, when I met her, she was just, like, super super positive and happy like all the time whenever you'd see her whenever you talk to her blog like she was just like super happy all the time and i was just like right okay like and that was like it's like contagious in a way because you see her being happy then you feel happy and you don't have to ask her or anything like that like it just comes up naturally and that's the other person that i actually start happier souls with So it was like, I I like that kind of energy and that vibe that she was giving off. Like, I'm not going to tell anyone, oh, if you want to be happy, do this, this and this. Like, I'm just going to be happy. And if people want to know, then they can ask me about it and I can try and help them. But that's the kind of process that she went about. And I really like the way that she did that. So I try to do the same.
0: I think with being happy you can't always tell people what do you do like people will say to you how do you become happy you can't just tell them like a step-by-step guideline of how to be happy they just have to find it within themselves
1: yeah yeah like I agree to um, a certain extent a lot of happiness is really personal and people sometimes ask me how do you deal how would you deal with this problem I'm just like I don't know your life well enough to tell you how I deal with the problem but the other, on the other side, there is basic things, and you, you know this as well as me. Like, like if it's like surrounding yourself with negative people, never exercising, never socializing with people, don't doing things that you enjoy doing, like that's just a recipe to be sad and miserable there are, there are basic steps and sometimes people aren't aware of these steps but yeah if people start actually actively working towards happiness then that's a positive step but then it gets to a point where it is all personal and it's completely on you because there's only so much that people can help you with a lot of it is just about you understanding it for yourself
0: like happiness it's a gradual thing it's more not more like oh it's gonna happen overnight it's gonna happen within a week It's a gradual thing that happens years after years. But then you also go through, like, barriers too. Like, something could happen one day, which brings you down. And, like, people do think if you're trying to build yourself to be happier, then something comes down. You can't, like, you can't get yourself back up there. But you can, actually. And it's just the ways that you need to learn about yourself. And obviously get rid of negative people in your life. As you said, that's very common that people do. They just take away, like, the people... Are, are negative mm. and bringing in positive people and so i think like with happiness is more of a gradual thing so yes my next question is in your opinion how do you think individuals deal with building happiness
1: now this is some really good questions by the way <laughs> all right so i would say in terms of building happiness i can't lie i don't think people actually build happiness like generally i don't think that this is something that people are taught it's not something that i was personally taught at all um i've never really heard anybody that's the thing like people aren't told that like you want to be happy like people you hear like happiness is a choice but a choice isn't like if someone says happiness is a choice that means oh when you're sad just feel happy instead that's how people take it and they're just like all right it does it doesn't make sense building happiness means that if you want to be happy You have to push yourself in the right direction. You have to build upon what you have right now to create a happier life. And that's what I want people to understand. I don't think many people understand this. I don't think from my personal point of view, the people that I look up to actively work on their happiness, whereas a lot of students, and I mean like probably billions of people, don't actively work on themselves or their happiness, like billions of people. So it's sad to see that people aren't actively working towards it. When, to me, I think most people in life, it's probably the most important thing ever and people aren't working towards it and that, to me, one it makes me want to teach other people, it makes me want to help other people to understand that you want to be happy in this one short life you have, you have to work on it.
0: It can be a choice but it cannot be as well, like as you said as well, because... Happiness is that kind of thing where people will say, "Yeah, either be happy or not." But then, when you're not, be happy. Like people will force you to be happy instead. It's that. It's a, like a two, like a two mask thing where like people would say, "Oh, you have this choice if you want to be happy or sad." But when you are sad, people will force you to be happy. Yeah, it's that kind of thing.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't think happiness is like a a kind of permanent state of mind that you can just put on and be like, "Yeah, I'm always happy. I'm always happy." Like I am. Like, I can't lie. To be fair, like I'm pretty much always happy. But it's not in the sense that I don't have bad days. It's not in the sense that negative things don't affect me. They do. I'm just more prepared for it than other people. I have a gratitude that when things do go wrong, I can stick to the positive things and see the positives in most difficult situations. But it still does affect me. Like, if you think about it, right, everyone has their own kind of line of happiness, right? So if there's like on a graph, like everyone's got like a certain line and your happiness can go up and down, but it will generally always go back to that middle line does that make sense because i i know you can't make the actions i'm doing yeah
0: that makes so much (laughs) sense to me
1: yeah so like people think that oh these negative things are making me feel so bad and it's like no your overall general line of happiness is already so low so when something else comes it just knocks it down more and more like and you're always going to stay in that negative mindset until you actively work and build on that line up
0: yeah it's taking it into a different approach as well because some people think oh it's just it's just being happy but you're taking it a step further to show like there is a conversation about being happy and, which i definitely love about so yes yeah, yeah so i'm gonna ask you a couple more questions and then we're gonna wrap up so yeah so the next question is how important would you say individuals should be to put their happiness first <laughs>
1: your life depends on it man like and the people around you life depends on it for you to prioritize your own happiness like if you're not happy the people around you aren't going to be no one else can fix that like I, one of the um, people that i kind of, I work really closely with uh, princess she always talks about how you need to be your own biggest cheerleader like you have to be your number one fan and if you're not then life's going to get tough for you because at the end of the day it's you who has to deal with that like this, this crazy concept blows my mind that people live to impress other people. They live to do things for like other people's opinions and to put it on Instagram and like all this kind of stuff that's so meaningless. At the end of the day, you are going to be with you for the rest of your life in every situation, no matter what. Whereas other people aren't, they're not always going to be there. So you've got to understand your own happiness. Like man, some your best friend could pass away. Like someone that you really know well, it, You might it might be things, it might be objects like that you put your happiness in. That's not sustainable. Like, you need to understand what's actually most important.
0: Yeah, like, I understand that. I love how you said you should put your happiness first but yeah i completely agree with that so okay we've got two more questions how were you able to improve your mental health which ultimately led to your journey to develop yourself
1: all right this is a really good question what was interesting for me is i've always been interested in mental health like personal development motivation that kind of side of stuff i don't think i fully practiced it until first year of uni so what i've done is because i understood that a lot of people if you want to be able to help other people you're gonna have to go through a lot, like life's just gonna throw a lot at you no matter what. So, I wanted to be able to prepare for that and be ready for that. So, first year of uni, what I did is I literally, it sounds weird, but I just trained myself. I put myself in difficult situations, I nominated myself for different opportunities. Like, I only got six hours sleep every day, and I do that as a standard now. I wake up early, I exercise every day, I got a full routine going, I push myself to do different difficult things. I ended up doing 1,600 push ups in an hour, which, like, was like, but like, I just pushed myself a lot because I knew that. life isn't gonna send me any warning shots like that's a quote from inky johnson he's a great person you should check him out but uh, life doesn't send a warning shot life is like if something bad happens in your life no one tells you about it beforehand it happens and you have to deal with it there and then and most people aren't prepared for that i wanted to be ready so that when something bad does happen like, let's say, I don't know, like my mental health starts deteriorating. At least I know that I'm, I can deal with difficult situations. At least I have that confidence within myself that if things start going wrong, if things are difficult, then I can stand them on my own two feet and I can try and deal with it.
0: You completely agree how you say like trying to put yourself through a routine and challenge yourself because if you're not really challenging yourself, then I don't understand why people say don't challenge yourself. Because I have faced that in the past. People are like, why do you, Mm. like, you run your own business, you have your own podcast, you're, you're co-director of the students union and you're ambassador. How do you deal with all of that and not, like, and not, like, obviously take care of your mental health? I say to that, I do take care of my mental health as much as possible, but balancing everything with that, I think, With me, I'm a workaholic. That's one thing that people need to know about me. Like, I work to improve my mental health. That's something about me (laughs) right there. Yeah, so obviously I have that routine. Like, as you say, you sleep for six hours. Like, sometimes I I only get, like, four hours of sleep or even, like, ten hours of sleep can range from then to then. Like, at university, obviously, it got bad, but I still managed to push through and I managed just like i uh, just managed to do everything which i love because it did improve my mental health people may think i'm weird by saying oh work is actually <laughs> improving my mental health but some people can be like that that's the thing
1: it just, it just links back to resilience like mental health if, if you don't have resilience then you you can't do with your mental health because life is just difficult like that's just the truth life is difficult for everyone it's always always going to be difficult that are you ready for it or not that's the question and if people don't go through enough adversity to start off with then people aren't going to be ready for it and when mental health comes when they have those issues even if they're genetic then it's going to be so much more difficult for them to deal with it if they haven't put in the work beforehand. And unfortunately, we're not—we're just not told that from a young age. And I feel like if more people were, it would be able to help a lot of people. And that's what I've, I'm kind of making my own personal mission as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So we're going to go into the last question. So what advice would you give to individuals who has not yet found their happiness or they haven't developed themselves fully yet?
1: The first thing that you need to do is get to know yourself. Before anything else, like don't, don't don't put anything in any books, any social media, any other people asking them for advice. Like, if you need help, get help. But if you're trying to become more happy, that's not something that someone's really going to be able to fully teach you if you don't know yourself. Like, you need to understand what it is. Like, why am I unhappy? What about my life is going wrong? Because often, like, let's say if you come to um, a professional and say, I'm not happy because of X, Y, and Z, they might diagnose you with something and say, this is what you need to start doing, right? That might work. It might not. They don't know you well enough. Like, I don't know, man. So many people in my life tell me, you need to start doing this. You need to do this. You need to do X, Y, and Z. And they don't actually know what's best for me and i'm i'm i just have to sit there and take it and if i followed all the advice i got from people man i wouldn't be happy at all if i if i worked the hours that people told me to do if i spent the time with people that people told me to i just wouldn't be happy so it's really really personal but obviously there's a foundation that foundation for me is just self esteem like just understanding that who i am what i'm worth and what i want to do with my life like and then from there you can figure other stuff out as you go along, but it, it starts with that. And man, as a last kind of finishing point, gratitude. Because like, if you're not grateful for what you have right now, I don't know what you have. But if you're listening to this, if you're, if you even know people, if you have anything of value, man, you should be grateful because you're not owed anything by anyone. You know no one should give you anything i've been watching documentaries on like like lions i don't know why i find them so fascinating but like just you just watch pe- like animals and stuff getting tortured and killed and things like that and it's like yo that could have been a human like a million years ago like do you know what i mean like if you're born a different animal if you're born something else life doesn't owe you anything you're so lucky to be a human and have the things that you have start with gratitude be grateful for what you have because the fact that you're alive, the fact that you can talk, the fact that you're in a good country, you have an education, man, you you're living an amazing life that you're unaware of.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you from following your point, you're saying that it's something you need to you need to start with. Like whoever's listening out there, you need to start it. Like mm. what I would do if I was in your position, I would get myself like a piece of paper or a notebook or whatever you have write down three things that you're not happy with your life and then it will be a constant reminder for when you're doing this journey like and then you can look back and say yeah I was this is the things that I wasn't happy with building yourself up from there getting to know yourself as well and being in the position where you're still knowing yourself and still finding happiness but It's going to be a long journey till you're actually there. That's what I would say to everyone. So yeah, thank you so much G for coming on to the show. So yeah, so do you want to say anything else before we close off?
1: Yeah, I was just going to say thank you so much for having me. Honestly, you came with some really, really good thought-provoking questions. So thanks for that. And it's been a pleasure to actually be on. I was going to say I would like to question you as well because I, I think you got a lot of answers from me. But I'd like to hear more about your kind of story and your background. So maybe you could come on to the and Happiness podcast at some point and we can have a bit more of a discussion. Oh,
0: perfect. We can go on for sure, yeah.
1: Sounds great. Sounds great. Looking forward to yeah, it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah
1: so do you want to promote your podcasts and your projects Yeah yeah okay so right um in terms of podcast building happiness podcast is a podcast that I run it's coming into season 3 now it's been going really well so far had some amazing amazing guests like the conversations that we have it's so raw and personal i love it like it's it's like the format of this podcast so it really is like check it out cuz i think the people who are listening to this would really enjoy that too the projects that i'm working on I'm currently working on six projects. It's a lot to kind of try and explain shortly, and I don't want to take up too much time. But if you go to my website, you can see all the things I'm working on. If you want to reach out to me, if there's anything that I can personally help you with, then please let me know because I genuinely want to help people. If you come to me and you say, look, I need this. I need X, Y, and Z. I need you to create a resource so I can understand how to set goals better. I need you to create a resource so I can do this. I need to have a conversation about this. I'm here. I don't like man, you have no excuses for not having the resources. If you're listening to this, come to me. I might be able to put you in touch with someone who can help you. And genuinely, I do want to help people. Like that, like I genuinely, genuinely, deeply want to help people. So if if there is anything that I can help you with, if it's university applications, if it's speaking to a certain person, if it's improving your public speaker, whatever it is, get in touch with me. If I don't know, if I can't do it myself, I'll probably know someone who can. So yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But my website is www.garrettmassing.com. So it's Garrett which is my full name. dot com, and yeah,
0: great. That I will link that for sure. It's on my website as well. If you guys want to check it out,
1: perfect. Thank you so, so much.
0: Yeah. So thank you so much once again. And yeah. So.
1: See you guys later, bye. See you,
0: bye. Thank you everyone for watching today's episode. If you liked it, put a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and make sure you subscribe and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We would love to hear feedback from you, so make sure you do that. Also, spread the word about the AWARE panel because this is such a platform where people could just talk about anything and we would encourage everyone who listens to this podcast to be listening to us. See you guys later. Bye!